0: And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Alison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Alison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian and adorable person factory. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an Eagle Scout and whistling enthusiast. It's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian known throughout Mexico as El Hombre Tonto con Hormigas en la Boca. It's John Ensign. Chef Jeff is here to ding-a-ding-dang as dang ling long I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Hello, my little donut holes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, fan favorite John Henson.
2: Hi, how are you? Thank I you for having me.
1: I am fantastic. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hi, Al. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hi. Hello, Jeff.
3: Hey, Allison. I have to let the listeners in. It was so cute when you and Danny were singing lullabies to Elliot right before the show. It was so sweet.
1: Open, shut them. Open, shut them. Give a little clap, clap, clap. You open, shut can them. Open, shut eat a big
4: old bag open, of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Open, eat a bag of. Eat Give a bag of
1: dicks. Clap, hey, <laughs> Elliot wow. loves wow. it. So Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting him young, letting him know how the classics <laughs> the <laughs> world is. Um, incidentally, I so we have um, a babysitter watching Elliot while we while. We record. I'm a professional sometimes, but not tonight. <laughs> and uh, she just said to me, Does he have any songs he likes? And I was like, oh. Oh, Well, yes, he does. Does he? <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, I launched into. My open, shut them, that open, is. shut them, give a little clap, clap, clap. Open, shut them, open, shut them, put them in your lap, lap, lap. Open, shut them, open, shut them, <laughs> shut them, give a little clap. Right. And she was like, oh my God, I'm having total deja vu. Apparently there was a toy that sang this song. Oh. oh. That's what huh. she thinks.
2: That immediately got creepy for me. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. A toy singing that nonstop yeah. sounds like the beginning, like the credit Zone. sequence of Annabelle. E- <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Every child song, in every serious. lullaby now feels like a horror movie to me, though, because they use them in the ads. I, yes. Yeah. Everything feels creepy to me.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah, evil babies are scary. It's like, <laughs> ring around the posing. No, his that's just. Mm. It's like, yeah. where's the friggin' serial killer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was leaning too far. far Open,
4: shut them.
1: Open, shut them. Give a little clap, clap, clap. Oh gosh! Open, yeah. shut them. That's Open, what you hear before a doll comes to life and lap. steals this your This is doll. Stephen
0: King's. Creep
1: them, crawl them. Oh go god! Oh, that's where it's right. It up is super creepy. Chin, chin, chin.
4: Open
1: up your little mouth, <laughs> but do not let them in. It is so creepy. Oh, yeah, that is. It's like is.
3: Allison on weed trying <laughs> to sing. <laughs> that was sent in by listener Jay Inslee.
1: Wow. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Jay. Oh, I thought you were running
3: it through yeah. something. Uh, no. oh, oh, wow. Me too. I thought you did that. Legit. Jay, Jay, Jay is, is
1: legit. Is legit. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, he put it to music. Wow.
1: With the intended, mm. let me show you how creepy this sounds.
3: That <laughs> no, just worked out that way. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, how... Pro- I feel how- like he was
3: improving on it, and it just sounds creepy. Well, in your defense... I think it sounds like you're singing off key, but you're just off key from whatever he's playing behind it. I think if we did pitch, what's that called pitch auto tune? Yeah,
2: it would be boss. Yeah, you and T Pain, I think.
1: Right, and share. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it sounded like I was off key, even when I do it acapella.
2: No, no when you do when it acapella, you,
1: okay, it yeah, fine. no, no, no. It's yeah. just
3: the mu- you and the music were like two different had,
1: keys, yeah. right? That's on Jay.
3: <laughs> it's jazz, just, man. <laughs>
1: So anyway, a lot of important stuff to get to. John Henson had a little Twitter war that I need to hear about. But first, something that's been on my mind. I don't know if I want to keep addressing people as carbohydrates. It's been like my thing, quote unquote, (gasps) and also not quote unquote. For a while now, (laughs) I've been opening, not the Monday show, but the Thursday show, I always greet them with hello, my little, and then I call them a carb. Although there was a little while where I was calling them meat products or (laughs) office supplies. So this is – clearly this is not the first time that I've sort of bristled at this, like, don't trap me in this carbohydrate jail of my own making. But I just – I don't know. It, like, the stress of having to come up with a new one, A. Jenna, how many times right before the show have I been like, oh, I need a carb? That's true. Yeah, it always happens. And it just – I don't know. It feels – do you want Maybe to re- I wanna...
5: like a new intro totally or do you just want to replace it like exotic fruits
1: now or oh, like, exotic you know, fruits. that'd be so short lived. I know. Like, I, I love I, my little mangoes. Right. Now what? And imagine the stress of like, you guys, I need an exotic fruit.
2: <laughs> right. <What>? Plum quats. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: There you go. What else is there? Asian um, pear.
5: That's papaya. Yester- papaya. Uh, that Guava. one that smells really terrible. Durian. Isn't that a fruit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Look at you. I did grow up in
1: Asia for a while. They right. had a lot of weird fruit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to get on with what I'm saying, but I want to find out if there's any more Asian, I mean, any more exotic fruits <laughs> that we can name. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Like I'm so sorry. Oh, no. You, like you forced me I to play this. I didn't even mean <laughs> to do this.
3: I couldn't not play this.
1: Oh, pineapple. Pineapple
4: Is that exotic? Oh, exotic.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs>
4: apple. Pineapple.
1: Oh, 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 oh. We'll explain this, John. Yeah, we don't worry.
4: worry. Watermelon. Watermelon. Oh, 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 oh. I don't
2: okay. think you have to explain it. I think that <laughs>
1: I think <laughs>
2: that one unpacks itself.
4: The
1: no, song? there's a quite a ba- a backstory though. Jenna and her family, Jenna comes from a large family, when they lived in Korea, were on Korean children's television singing that song. Yeah. That was one of our what? many songs.
2: So, is that your version?
1: That is
5: my sister's the lead, but we're all backup vocals on so it. So,
2: that's we're listening to your family. That's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's
5: from we took it from a copy of the episode that we have.
6: Yes, I may or may not have burned a number of those DVDs. Yeah. To pull that <laughs> Mad
1: Clap uh, and torment her, need, her More
6: audio from that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to wow. see it, though, because I've only heard it's it. It's so
5: ghetto. It's, it's like I feel just like it's probably like not the worst Sesame public Street. access. TV,
0: But that's what's great. And we know.
5: are we sing the tracks, you know, in a studio, and then we just lip sync them on camera. Yeah. So it's like... Really, yeah.
2: Better. Right? I
5: mean, it's just... It's magical. A lot of costumes, but, like, not that great of so costumes. So are you, like...
2: Can you not walk the streets of Asia? Because you're like right. a child. Are you the <laughs> Ricky Schroeder of... of <laughs>
5: <laughs> no. Rick. He goes by so Rick So I, I <laughs> was really young. I only made it on the show for, like, a couple years. And we moved to Utah when I was, like, eight. So I missed out. But my sister and brother... Hugely famous. My still really. I think now they would be recognized by like older Koreans, but that you know the show hasn't been on. What's for a it long like time
2: to too. be to go from famous yeah. in Korea to Utah? <laughs> right. You talk about needle yeah. off the record. Oh, I
5: know. <laughs> uh, it was weird. It was yeah. a very. I, yeah. Let's just I, say yeah. they don't yeah. buy
0: their own kimchi when they go to Korea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Nobody there knows boba. <laughs> That's right. So no.
5: The, the, the one piece of advice my mom gave us when we moved to Utah was. Nobody cares that you came from Korea. Don't talk about it in school. Don't be that person. Good luck.
0: Wow. (laughs) Not bad advice.
5: It was (laughs) great advice.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure oh. elementary school kids... In- <laughs> yeah, I feel like most parental advice could come down to nobody cares. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about you? Nobody cares right. about anything Affect that, that you think you or feel. About.
4: Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
0: So I know I've told you that you're super important. Right. <laughs>
4: right.
0: You're inside this house. Yeah. Right.
2: Funny story. <laughs> no one else feels that way. Right, okay.
0: Yeah. Elementary school kids in the middle of Utah, not super interested in Korea.
1: Not at all. Yeah.
5: Not at all. No. Just pretend to fit in. That's what we did. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm not sure what to address people as anymore. Fruit. I think no, not I don't fruit. think fruit's not gonna work. First of all um, exotic cars. I don't know what exotic keeps coming up. You gotta,
2: maybe it's not a lateral change. Maybe you're not just substituting a foodstuff. Or maybe you're just an item. creating a new paradigm.
1: Right. Maybe like it's that. time. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm maybe I'm getting
1: away. Look. I feel like it's it's cutesy, and maybe I want to get away from cutesy. However, like Ellen DeGeneres apparently doesn't want to have to dance at the beginning of her show always. But so
0: now she- it's just rage dancing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this <Yeah>. pat- just
4: <laughs> dies a little bit inside <laughs> each
2: time. Yeah. No, but, I've heard oh. that. I've heard that that she's like, yeah, okay,
1: right. But she I get that. that she'll be doing it forever. Yep. That's my greeting.
0: Maybe just surprise us and, and uh, maybe try some things out. Yeah,
2: maybe go with hardware items. Yeah, whatever strikes your fancy. How about?
1: Oh, some? would that not be a lateral move? I, I'm I the, thought I say, lateral move was, hello, my little insert anything. I, yeah, I, thought,
2: I, I think you're right. I mean, I think yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying is maybe just, you change the framework of your...
0: Input. Right. How about just cute things, whatever they happen to be? Because you're not, if
2: if you're worried about your, like you've created an expectation on the part of your viewers, you know, really all you want to do is make it fresh and fun for you. And if you're not feeling it, then do something that makes you... Maybe I'm
1: not feeling the carbs, you guys. Maybe I'm over the carbs. Well,
2: let's be honest. We're never going to get over carbs. I
1: won't ever. Never. (laughs) Probably not. No.
2: Not Nibbles McGee. (laughs) No. No.
1: I was off carbs. Funny story. It's not. Actually, <laughs> not to the kids in Utah, and not to the listeners of yeah. my show, and yeah. yet I—they pres- already know this, but you don't.
4: Okay, those are not Big oh. Macs,
1: Shelly and John. <laughs> I was off carbs for almost a year. Like, whoa, n- not. And I don't just mean when people say they've given up carbs, but they're still eating carbs; they're just not eating bread. I mean, I was religious about not letting any sugar or Is carbohydrate. It, a whole year? No, it was a long time. It was it was less than a year, but more than six months. Yeah. 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 I had no point to that story. Just to so say, it, I can do well, it. What was
2: the? I mean, what was the, the result?
1: result? I lost weight at the beginning. It was when I was heavily into IVF, and I and I think into that the, IVF, into it. It's, it was my passion. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. I was doing IVF. I was heavily into it for a long yeah. time. Yeah. IVFing actually.
2: on the weekends. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: and in every cycle, I would gain a little bit of weight, and then I would lose it when when the cycle was over, and then I would gain and lose. But at the beginning, I didn't trust that. Like this is just the hormones that cause it. That's causing me to gain weight. So I freaked out and was like, because I had a TV thing coming up. I'm like, I have to lose 13 pounds in six days or something insane like that. Right. Um,
2: You're a wrestler trying to make weight. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Matthew Modine and Vision That's Quest. Right. <laughs> Try. She was going to wrestle shoot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped my entire body in Saran wrap. Not really. Um, yeah. So I I decided maybe it was the carbs that were the problem. So at the beginning, it actually I did lose some weight. Um, But I think that also that was just the hormonal stuff happening. But then, yeah, so I, in a way, it was easier to be like, I only eat things in this very narrow margin. Like all that stuff that normally would be tempting, I don't even mess with it. Um, But then I felt like it wasn't really doing, by the time I, I went back to like incrementally adding carbs back in, I felt like I'm not really getting anything from not anymore and uh there you go Mm. that's great deep right (laughs) i don't know how you did
2: it like an entire bag of onions or something
1: i (laughs) (laughs) i did not actually um we were in new york and i got really sick and i wanted chicken noodle soup and i was gonna not eat the noodles.
4: Wow, that's she <laughs> wanted that's broth. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, I actually,
1: yeah, I did. I yeah. didn't eat the noodles, but then, but, but I saved them because we were in a hotel room. We had a little refrigerator and in the middle
0: of the night. They were like, "Broth, <laughs> little <laughs> that, that this <laughs> Well, yeah, wouldn't noodles talk like that.
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard them gurgling.
4: Yeah. And you couldn't resist. Right. <laughs> yeah. So were, you ate
5: them that later. You
1: ate the noodles later. Yes. How funny. But then, I just want everyone to know I'm aware this story is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware. I'm well aware that I'm doing nothing to it, encourage honey, people to honey, continue listening. It's kind of your
0: thing. Let's just go with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we went to this big Christmas party in Connecticut, Daniel's relatives, and they had a whole room devoted to desserts. Yeah. It was like, all the, like, you know, Jenna, you know how you have really cool serving trays mm-hmm. and things like, that's Jenna's thing. She's from Korea and she has cool <laughs> serving trays. <laughs> right. My thing is I call people carbs and I tell boring stories. Okay. It's good Everybody's that we got Stay, in your, stay yeah. in your lane, stay in your lane. Just tears and tears of like all different sorts of truffles and just Cookies, sugar as maybe. far as the eye could see. Yeah. And I just did not touch it. Even the tiniest bits. I'm like, it's not for me. Wow. Yeah. But I've thought about it often. St- you still think about the I, Sometimes I still think about the fact I'm that I walks right, right on by. Room. It's going to just be like <laughs> eclairs as wallpaper and
5: just yeah. amazing dishes full of desserts. But when I walk in, it's like,
1: up <laughs> <and> open shop, <laughs> open. Do eat not let them in. them, purge in. <laughs> them. Eat them, <laughs> purge them. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them up in your lap, lap, lap. I'm <laughs> nibbles. What was that? I'm nipples. <laughs> so, John Henson. Yes. And by the way, I just had Doug Benson on my show that aired this week. And he said that it's a thing in movies that when the character addresses people with their first and last name, that means they're crazy. Hmm. What? I, I was not familiar with this trope. In movies, the, the,
2: the, that if they say your first and last name, the person who they are saying the first and last name of is crazy.
1: No, the person is the me in this situation. Uh, the way yeah. I'm like, so John Henson.
2: Well, it's not something that people do.
0: I people do don't it. really talk about that and talk like that in their normal lives. So,
1: but I kind of do. Hate Al, I, I Al does do really. Yeah, I think it's. I actually think it's an time. East
0: Coast
6: thing. Yeah, I do it. It's an
0: East really?
1: Coast thing. Like, yeah, I
2: feel for a like long time yeah. I always
1: said
6: like my best friend Chris Allen, like I would just say his full name. Well,
1: no, no but, but what you, if you would you address him as Chris Allen? When you're
2: talking to them, you would Certain names lend themselves to that. Yeah, yeah. Like I went to high school with a kid named Tim Lee and like his fucking parents called him Tim Lee. <laughs> you just <laughs> say Tim Lee, it like does, why it just would rolls you, you know what I mean? Out, yeah. It's two yeah. syllables.
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah. I don't know. I, I would. I don't think I would ever address them as their full name. But oh, I don't okay, think if ever you did, then anyone.
1: you'd be crazy, like I
4: am. Yeah, but I would evidently. Call their, I
6: would call their house and be like, "Hey, is uh, is Chris Allen there?" They'd be hey, like, <laughs> like, this is Alan Moss. Is Chris Allen there? And they'd be like, "Alan, we know it's you. We know you're
4: looking for <laughs> you
6: look the Chris. You know the number. Like, right. can, this is this is not a guess.
1: You can really tell you're from the Midwest when you say Chris Allen. Say it again.
6: Chris Allen. Allen. Yep.
1: Allen. Yeah, there yeah, you go.
6: Yeah. yeah, it's it's the yeah. Allen.
2: Yeah. yeah. Go to the mall. Yeah. My mom's going to drop me at the mall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went to college with a woman who uh, would say, "Elison,
4: Allison.
2: You know what? Uh, <laughs> I don't like it when people say, um, milk. Oh, yeah. Yes. We talked about that. I don't mm-hmm. like. Pello? Pella. Pello. Yeah. That's a Utah accent. And I also don't like it when there's a, in my mind, a specific type of like cutesy girl that goes,
4: Thinks.
2: Oh.
4: <laughs> uh, yes. yeah.
2: Not thanks.
4: Thinks. Yeah. Like they
0: were moving all of the vowels. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I was returning some stuff to Nordstrom the same day that I had the run in at Crate and Barrel where I overreacted to manager Joey, although I still maintain he was a dick. I'm not saying I was in the right, but he was a dick. But before that, I had a lovely exchange returning stuff to Nordstrom where they have a delightful return policy Where they just showered you with cash <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly. it's the best and the woman who was who was helping me spoke like that like thanks yeah and yas she said yas a oh, lot wow mm-hmm. she looked Y-A-S-S-S-S-S. like y a s s s.
0: what's her name alex <laughs> alexis bladel yeah
1: yeah and she said yas and so i said something to her like oh thank you so much for your help and she's like yas And then a couple people walked by and I heard one of them imitating her to his friend. And then I felt really sorry for her.
0: I feel like... (laughs) I don't. (laughs) So wait, is this a
2: case of... As Jenna's mother
0: would say. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Nobody cares.
0: Is this a case of the yas thing um, becoming yes? Or was that her accent?
2: That's the way she spoke.
1: It's the, the new kind of valley girl it's the
2: the the vocal fry yeah do you know what i mean it lends itself to that
4: yeah
1: yeah she was like that she was a hundred percent fry i didn't even hear the tone of her voice just croaks Hmm. Mm. so john yes henson yes (laughs) (laughs) what happened with your um your melee
2: no i just you know we've talked about it and i don't. i mean i don't want to like take us into a deeply political what? place but I, I get very i i am is- my, my stand-up is not even remotely political but as a human being on social media i have been inordinately politically active in the last six months Same. and i have Look, I have never been political in my life. We, I think we might have even discussed this to me. This is not about partisan politics. I could care less if you have Republican attitudes towards social and economic issues. But, um, I am very active on social media and occasionally I will, I, I, you know, I will engage people if they engage me and I try. Uh, We've talked about this, Mm -hmm. like my whole I want to be positive Mm -hmm. thing. So I always try to be respectful but you know there are people that i have given a lot of leash to like when i blocked this guy i got an, a number of tweets from people going finally dude <laughs> what, what I, <laughs> are you
0: waiting for i saw one of the, your tweets and i'm like you have to go in to see the history of it and i'm like it's oh, it's going on and like, on
2: yeah because it's just forth. it's and it's you know I, I think what i really what what you know, I try to give people credit and I, I'm a believer that when you stop communicating with people with opposing viewpoints that we're all sort of losing, right? I mean, it's, you, you have to have the courage to listen to people with opposing viewpoints with respect and to exchange ideas. And then hopefully you can find some common ground. But, um, this guy's just an agitator. He's just a troll. And, and, you know, he was jumping in yesterday with a lot of, he's very you know, sort of provocative in the way he communicates and, and, um, and he's just blatantly wrong about things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, uh, he was like, don't you think that if Donald Trump, if there was something to this Russia investigation, don't you think? We would know by now. And I was like, oh, like you want immediate answers like the like the two years of the Benghazi mm-hmm. a- investigation or the or the, you know, 18, 20 months of the Hillary Clinton email investigation. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? And his response was, well, you just proved my point. Because-. And it's like, no, 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 that was not your point. <laughs> like, it was That's just so cool. Then I just began to feel like I was being punked, you mm-hmm. know, in um, a way you. You are yeah i 'm right I mean well, it's because like the goal just...
0: his goal is to get under your skin is right. to push your buttons he 's not really trying to engage you in a well that 's
2: the thing it bega- i beca- it, it was a moment of reflection in that in that single instance where he doubled back and reversed his course of logic within one hundred and forty characters, mm-hmm. where I was like, this guy who i 've been communicating with over a period of weeks." Has literally never mounted a single credible argument. Yeah, you he, communicated
6: he, with this guy for weeks. Well, just
2: you know, episodically, like he time. would. You know, he was a guy that would. You know, you, you have these conversations. I've been having wow. topics I this was that I like a, like a slow Sunday night, and you're just boom, 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 boom. Well, it for was. Sure. I mean, it was. It, it it happened over the course of yesterday. But it's he's a familiar right. Yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, okay. so um, I just realized that like he. You know, he speaks into his only um, points are sort of moral equivalences and sort of pointing back. It's to, a tactic, you know. But uh, look at what happened with yeah. Bill Clinton. It's like, yeah. Yeah, but but he's not in office. Like, what what yeah. difference does it? What is your point? Like, right. somebody else did something bad once, so now that doesn't count. You there, know, in in Russia
0: they call it what aboutism. Which is If you try to Say something They go Like if you say Hey Russia Why did you do This horrible thing They go What about United States You know And they right. try to break, So it's like A way of deflecting a And yeah. not having But obfuscated. is it in Russian
1: That they say They yeah. refer to what about <laughs> Yeah They them? say it's
0: like What about <laughs> I what didn't they know you say. spoke Russian <laughs> I speak Russian it's Yeah, fantastic yeah.
1: Well say something else Do you know else. what that means
0: It's say uh, what about us?
1: Say something else Say like Hi my name's Daniel
0: <laughs> Hello My name is Daniel <laughs> Wow! Is that right? Is that right? When
1: did you learn?
6: That's how they speak it in the movies. I uh, know.
0: Let's not go down that road, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to when I was growing up. My stepfather would—he lived to antagonize me. Like that was his joy in life. And when we were eating dinner, it was always like I, trying to engage me in some some argument. You know, like some quote debate. And I was always approaching the debate sincerely like okay this is your position this is my position and then i would argue something and he would slowly change what his point was so it was like you could never nail him down so you could never win right and i realized it's fucking pointless i'm he's never going to concede a point he's always going to change his position so i stopped and i feel like i um i just assume the, uh, most of these people are like that when they try to engage you which is like you what's the point yeah like you can try to make a counter argument you can sit there you can try to frame a debate y- y- they're not going it's, it's that's it i was having happen. an
2: honest communication with yeah. somebody that i realized was not was being disingenuous and yeah. uh and so and i you know i i was like i <laughs> said i was like look i you know i try to be respectful but in your case i'm gonna make an exception <laughs> yeah. um Was there something
5: he finally said where you just like okay I'm blocking you, or was was it just that it was was,
2: like you know he's a guy that quite frankly I mean one of the reasons that I continue to do it and and maybe this is a little uh, of an admission of myself is like it was so it's like so easy to pin this idiot in an Mm -hmm. argument it was so easy to defeat him or match respond to what he was saying with fact and research that it was oddly entertaining for me it yeah. was you know it was a little masturbatory intellectually and and uh, and then i realized like oh like when he when he was pivoting on a point and arguing the exact opposite i was like all right like you this is you know like the, you're not a human being on the other side of this you right. know you're just you know you're you're a troll and right. um and and i you know i was trying to I was trying to bait somebody into an actual conversation on the topic and hope that I could actually reach a human being, and that was not the case. And he's a dick.
4: He's oh, just a dick.
1: There's a thing that we say to people like that. Hey, hey,
4: hey, go fuck yourself.
1: It's available as a ringtone, you guys, on <laughs> iTunes, or go to alisonrosen.com, or go to the store on my website. Um, I know that feeling of like, oh, fuck you, I'm blocking you. Wait, but I want to see what you just said to the thing I just said.
2: <laughs> I you know, like there's there's a there's a person that uh I am friends with on Facebook that is from my hometown, had a sort of tangential relationship to my family and I was purely friends with them on Facebook out of obligation because they, you know, I don't want to be rude. And uh and leading up to the uh the you know, she she was somebody who came to my page to respond to things that I had written. This wasn't somebody I sought out, and um, and it, you know, we, we again it began as like we're talking about point counterpoint. So you know, offer, but every single time she offered any kind of research to back her point, it was from some fucking nutbag website some dude in his basement making youtube videos Mm -hmm. and it was like like i I cannot I, i cannot give respect to your your thought process if you're citing you know Alex Jones and mm. Infowar, PizzaGate bullshit. I mean, this woman actually posted on my page uh, that you know John Podesta was eating mm. children and a satan. And it's like, I, all right, now you, like you're batshit crazy. Now, we're, now we're not having a political conversation. You're a crazy person. You
0: yeah. I mean? Well, at that point, you have to stop
2: and uh and i did i mean but i will cop to the fact that occasionally i go post stuff on her page (laughs) like i will go i'll just go look i'll go look at because she started it and so i will just say like i'll just you know write like by the way do you think global warming is a myth and she never responds
1: She doesn't oh she has the restraint not to
2: yeah, she's. Oh, I think
0: she's. I, I think hate I'm, when crazy If you have know what streets. you're doing and you're fine with it, then it's okay. But it's like it's the thing where you engage with someone who's crazy and you're expecting a non-crazy response, then it's on you. Well, you know. But if you're like, okay, this person's crazy, but fuck it, then you know. Okay, okay
2: so here I like it. All right, it's, I don't want to be this guy and take this this place, but it's like I have yet to find a person on social media who is able to offer a rational fact-based researched explanation for a lot of the shit that's going on politically that doesn't just come down to "Ah, bullshit (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but this person Mm -hmm. yeah but what about this per like it's that Russian term. I'm not able to find it? somebody who is able to engage on the actual X's and O's of some of the things that are happening and some of the connections that are being made and some of the investigations that are able to explain them in a way that is rational and reasonable. It's
0: too, I mean, I would say it's hard on Twitter with a lot of this stuff because it's like, how do you in a couple tweets argue something that nuance in a nuanced way it's a it's a medium that but you can post research yeah well then you'd have to do the work of finding the links and doing but the, i mean that. you yeah. know
2: i mean it's like it's but if you so that that's my point is that i i feel like i and maybe this is just me and in my little sphere of the social media world but i feel like there's been a little bit of recession of that hardcore you know uh uh right wing you know like there's a i just feel like a, a a little bit of like maybe i'm gonna just wait and see how things play out before i keep defending you know what i mean like i just feel a little bit of a yeah lowering of the white noise a little bit so to speak yeah i mean may and again i could that could just be on my feed, but but i you know there were a lot more prior to the election and at the beginning of the administration in the last month,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: I'm just not getting a lot of, you know, oh, he definitely got wiretapped, and, you know, like, just, I'm not getting it. I'm sure people are, but I'm not. Well, a lot of that stuff was
3: bots. I mean, there are, mm-hmm. there are tons and tons of bots on Twitter, and people just can hijack them to take, a, they look for keywords in a thread and just send a bunch of people in there saying I a bunch of crazy bullshit. I think they're called
1: sock puppets, according to <laughs> Homeland. Oh, really?
3: <laughs> they I like that. If you if you look
0: this up, like how Russia actually engaged in this and used the bots, it, it's pretty sophisticated and kind of fascinating. Because they would they would go in and they would vacuum up users in the, in an area. So let's say they they would go to Wisconsin and they would vacuum up all using the geolocating tag, tags, you know, and look at all of their and then create thousands and thousands of. Uh, Twitter identities that looked exactly like that, like that had. So they would look at common what people in Wisconsin mm-hmm. are interested in, microtweeters. Yeah, and then they would tweet other people in Wisconsin who now couldn't tell that they were not from there because it was all very regionally specific and talking about their interests and and so th- and they would just basically weaponize that in order to yeah. push push an idea or push a talking
2: point. I mean, this whole sort of. Thing of the the the, the advent of uh, or, or the discovery of this micro targeting and the and the data rolls of the democratic base and the you know knowing the specific emails and Twitter addresses and Facebook feeds of people in twenty states and certain key battlegrounds and then being able to micro target those people it really is a whole new modern digital warfare. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating. That's and I don't you know I'll, now let's go back to talking about food stuff. Yeah, we need lawnmower man.
1: Well, here's the thing. Oh, I love how everyone just stopped talking and turned huh. to look at me.
0: Mm-hmm. Power of the host. Yes, Allison Rosen. To say.
1: Just kidding. I did <laughs> after a lot. Oh, you do sound crazy, John Hansen. <laughs> after a long day of arguing with bots on Twitter, you know what I like to do. Climb into a bed that has the most comfortable sheets on it in the whole world. Most comfortable, high quality, bestest sheets. My favorite that I've ever slept on. I'm talking about bowl and branch sheets. You might think, hey, I don't deserve luxury sheets. You're wrong.
0: I do deserve them? You?
1: Maybe not you. No, No, you do. If you've ever stayed at a luxury suite or five-star hotel, you feel like you could sleep forever. You know how good you feel in those sheets? I want to tell you about a great brand, Bowl and Branch. Their sheets turn your bedroom into a luxury suite. You're never going to want to get out of bed again. Really think about it. You sleep on your sheets every night. I mean, hopefully. I don't know what you're doing. You, sh- you sleep on your sheets every night you're in your bed. I'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, I do, I mean, but you're I don't. right on the money. <laughs> Outfit your bed in the finest 100% organic cotton beautiful, comfortable sheets. You can try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. And if you don't love them, you can return them for a full refund. Um, Bull & Branch has thousands of five-star reviews. New York Times, Forbes, The Wall Street Journal rave about them. Even three U.S. presidents have Bull & Branch sheets and this podcaster. Go to com today and you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping when you use the promo code Allison. That's $50 off plus free shipping right now at com. It's spelled bull b-o-l-l b-o-l-l and branch.com promo code allison bull and com promo code allison okay
0: their their slogan should be the best way to sheet your bed <laughs>
2: that's fantastic
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the second you started talking i got nervous like oh here it comes something we're gonna have to cut out <laughs> jeff did too
3: now I'm already typing
2: it. Oh. <laughs>
1: no, you can. And, and by I feel the like way, that's, I feel like we can keep that. Though. You guys, I feel, like you that's guys okay. feel
2: free to nix that entire whole <laughs> no that rant that's I too much. Just, that's, that's
1: we don't do that. <laughs> Listen, Even when it would behoove the show, we don't. There will be
0: there will be people <laughs> who are like, oh no politics, and then there will be people who are like, oh good politics. So you know, mm-hmm. what are you do you get?
1: Really I realize that
2: I'm probably gonna get a ton of fucking.
0: Static now grammar. you might. You're gonna get people who are gonna take you up on the challenge who are going to be like, oh, I'll make the case. So get get ready. So
1: speaking of all of this, I had an epiphany the other day, um, which is something that's sort of been bothering me in regards to me being a mother and how I'm relating to Elliot is that whenever I'm feeding him, and I haven't had this that much lately, but at the beginning especially, whenever I was feeding him, I would get this feeling of like, and I, I feel like a shithead even saying this, like, I would rather be doing anything other than this right now. Like this weird like I like almost a, a a manic feeling coming over me of like I would I need to do like all the all the things I need to be doing instead of being right. like tethered to this child. And then at the same time the simultaneous feeling of like I should be loving this. This is a moment where I'm bonding with my baby. He's not going to be this age forever. I should be loving this. Instead of feeling like, oh, my God, you're taking forever to eat. Hurry it up, kid. What's wrong with me? Um, And I think part of that is that, and I don't think about this very often because it just feels like normal everyday life. I think I'm very much addicted to my phone. And if I'm not checking it constantly, I feel like I'm letting something go or I'm being remiss or like, oh, no, I haven't looked at like... Yeah, what I said. Like, I'm missing out if I'm not constantly refreshing all the things I go to. I
3: haven't responded to that LinkedIn friend request. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Elliot, if you're listening in the future, just
0: know Daddy loves feeding you. He (laughs) he loves spending
2: time with you. Just... Keep that in mind. This is, by the way, like I feel like listening to this is, this is parenthood. Yes. It is okay. literally 100%. the yin and the yang. Yes. It is, this is a wonderful moment that I need to cherish. I fucking hate totally. this and I can't wait for it to be okay. Okay,
1: good. Because I, I also, I read this, I'm reading this book, Wonder Weeks, which is a, a really interesting book that... um what it says is that you know there's these predictable mental leaps that kids go through, and before they go through them, they have a stage of fussiness, and it sort of tells you what to predict with each leap. But at the beginning, it was talking about um, the birth experience and the importance of bonding with your baby right away, and that when things don't go right in the hospital, the mother will begin to fear motherhood and fear her baby and just look forward to the baby taking a nap. And I was like... But I do look forward to him taking a nap. I am happy when he's like calmly asleep and I can actually do whatever it is I need to do. Is that because I didn't get that bonding time in the hospital? I can't imagine it's that. I feel like every mother no. must feel that way. <laughs> nap time is a blessed time of the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That it's is- a magical, yes. wonderful...
4: A
2: gift from God.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is,
2: I- <laughs> that's the baby's off switch.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Regarding the like,
2: wait. So you're not
0: you're not filled with um, joy when he's screaming bloody murder <laughs> in your ear
4: and not so much. No, hmm.
5: I well. had to say this to myself, especially in the phase where you're in right now, where he, like after the six weeks, and we were just. I was like starting to try and figure out what I, what I was doing with Samantha, and and she spit up all the time and screamed all the time, and it was just so crazy. I would say to myself out loud over and over again, this is not forever. This is not forever. She will grow out of this. This is not forever. And because I just, that's how like it was so hard. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's all very normal. Yeah. Parenting very, is very like, normal. the
2: it's the best job you'll ever hate and
1: the worst <laughs>
2: job you'll ever love.
1: Yeah. Okay.
5: But,
6: Elliot
0: started doing this thing where he 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 used to just cry like nya,
1: nya, nya,
0: and now he goes,
4: nya, nya, ah!
1: <laughs> 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 Yes. You like know when just, you call someone and they're on the other line and there's that extra beep at the end of the ring? It's like that, but the cry version, but yeah, also it's, more so
0: it's like he's being chased by a monster <laughs> or something. It's crazy. It's me
1: singing that song. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll let them in. It's me doing that behind him. Yeah. Um but regarding this feeling of like, I'm going to chew my arm off. I feel trapped <laughs> when he's eating. I, there's things I should do. I realized as much as I do think it is what, what you guys are saying, which reassures me, like that's parenthood. I think it's also a problem of being addicted to my phone. And the epiphany I had was like, I need to get over this because I don't want to miss out on important parts of his childhood because I'm mentally somewhere else. So I really am yeah. trying to be more present and just trying to calm down. Well, and
6: I, I think you also just – you become more targeted. Mm-hmm. So you start to say, like, I used to do 20 things. Now I do the 10 things that are the most important, and I target those so I, like, optimize my free time and right. my mm-hmm. availability.
1: Yeah, I think I am getting better at managing my time. It just – now that I've accepted that I cannot multitask. I can't. I'm, I too, can, I'm too i can't either. clumsy. Like when I'm with him, hundred percent of my focus needs to be on taking care of him. Totally. Not taking care of him and also trying to send an email or whatever it is I'm doing.
0: I, I worry that, that being as said, he I get, do that all the
1: time. I try to send <laughs> emails when I'm holding him.
0: I worry that as we get as he gets older well, we'll be getting older too. Um, <laughs> that that the it does phone work thing. work that way. Yeah. It, if only it didn't um and then at one point we'd all be the same age yeah. and that'd be weird. There you go. You know. Then and then, then could he could parent him. us. Yeah. Oh, and then he gets older than us. Yeah. Um, that we won't have as much time. I worry we won't have enough time to have conversation. Like, you because know, because of technology. Yeah. That w- that that if everyone's in their devices or TV, that he won't grow up learning. Or getting being used to having long, in-depth conversations with people that it'll just because I've I've known families, let's say that that their whole uh, time together revolves around a TV or whatever, and they don't they're not talkative people, they're not comfortable, um, just being somewhere where there isn't something to entertain them, and um, you know, or just I don't know, time to daydream or whatever. But I worry about that because. Yeah, I'm like you, like I, I the phone is always within reach, and so
2: I wonder how much because I agree with you that this whole phone addiction, like when we came in, I plugged my phone in over mm-hmm. there, and I'm not going to lie, I got a little anxiety it, that, that it's, 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 it's across, across the room, and I wouldn't, it'd be in my pocket, you know what I mean? So it is a real thing, the phone addiction, totally. And I've had these kind of, you know, philosophical arguments before about when you know people talk about the. You know, the age of the phone, we're all looking at our phones, we're not communicating directly, you sit next to somebody and you're both on your phone, that kind of stuff. Um, but don't you think to a certain degree, it's just an evolution and it's a new thing? Like, in other words, in the 1920s, wasn't there someone who was like, always with the radio, you are <laughs> yes. always listening I saw, to your stories? I saw yes. an article from
0: a paper in the like 19th century that was talking about how B- books, yeah, are,
3: we're ruining kids.
0: Yeah, why,
2: with w- the books, just stare, look out at the field.
3: Yeah. I'm reading. <laughs> I'm reading an Upton Sinclair book, and he and one of the characters makes a reference to these damn kids, and all they got to do is push a button to get music, <laughs> radio, right? And he's saying that it's it's ruined them, like, right? They can't play music.
2: Right, and then you know there is like sort of the other side to it, which is, and and I, I can't exactly make a case for it being uh, a balance, right? Obviously there are negatives to uh, social media and the sort of uh, the de-evolution of, of, of discourse and, 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 you know, people love to complain and are far ruder through social media than they would be face to face. But, you know, there's also a, a connectivity, right? I mean, you're, you're also able to identify, with people and share thoughts and communicate with people on the other side of the fucking world and you know the arab spring and all these experiences that we are seeing and experiencing firsthand you are creating sort of a global community in a way that didn't exist before so there is some offset it is it's it's reductive to say ah you know it's destroying people it's like Well, that's low-hanging fruit. Anybody can point to the fact that people sit at a table in a restaurant and they look at their phones. That's an easy grab. But, you know, what is it doing uh, to sort of eliminate borders and create more of a global community and a thought sharing that is unprecedented?
0: Yeah, I think that um, all that is critical. Like, he has to be connected to that. But I, I just think... I want to make sure that he learns how to, or learns how, he's that I teach him to be someone who creates things and thinks for themselves and isn't just a passive consumer of things. I think it's easy with just the volume of stuff. Unless he wants
1: to just be a passive consumer.
0: (laughs) Well, look, you know. A bull and branch. Like if he, (laughs) for say,
2: wanted to set himself up with bull and branch. Sure,
0: I would love him if he did that.
3: Um, No, I just think... Just tell him if he wants a phone, build one.
5: (laughs) That's right. Create it. There you go.
3: (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
4: No,
2: I do. (laughs) I'll I'll be honest with you. Like my son just turned six, and he like he's he has discovered reading in the last few months, and he's he's maybe ahead of some of his peers in that, and he is fascinated with it. And now at bedtime. You know and I'm talking about a kid that's six within a couple of weeks ago, and now at bedtime, he wants to read me a book Aww. and and you know he watching this kid read a book just it, just the vicarious experience of seeing him get to words he doesn't know and do that like don't 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 tell me, and like you can see his mouth moving and he's sounding it out, and then he'll be like. Mississippi, is it Mississippi? And it's like he lights up and it's, Mm -hmm. I get emotional. Like I really do because I am watching that kid learn. Like his fucking head is cracking open like an egg. And, you know, the whole world is pouring out. Like once you read, you can access anything and it's, it's thrilling.
0: Yeah, that's, I'm looking forward. Hopefully our guy will
1: read, be able to read. (laughs) I mean it's kind of insane okay the, the it's not only insane it's it's silly it's silly and insane the pride i take in thinking he's advanced it's silly insane and also insidious and dangerous the pride i take in thinking he's it's advanced insane. it's a lot of things yeah um like he started tracking op- tracking people's faces pretty early like a Handful of days earlier than I think they normally do, and I'm like, That's he's a prodigy mm-hmm. <laughs> because he did this at a little bit before four weeks, or he's you know, he smiled early. And now I'm like, You gotta laugh early, or you're gonna lose your edge. <laughs> yes, Jen,
6: Jenna's <laughs> phrase was, Samantha's exceptional.
1: Exceptional,
5: I use that word a <laughs> she's, million she's times. She's very
6: exceptional,
5: but she is an exceptional baby, but, but you don't want to put throw pressure up on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I just don't want it to turn into pressure. Oh, right, it won't.
0: I, you know, this is one of those things. This actually, you hear this comes up in political, whatever. But it's like you can't help it as a parent to feel that way. I think, and I'm not sure it's a bad thing. I, I, you hear the argument that it's like, oh, you know, if every if every kid thinks the fact that every kid thinks they're they're special is why you know, blah blah blah. Oh, the whole
1: snowflake thing. Yeah, but
0: it's like participation trophies. Don't. Look, it's my job as the parent to be their number one advocate. Like, and to just say, you know, look, I think you're great. Because if I don't think he's great and Allison doesn't think he's great, he's going to go through life with this question, this thought in his mind, that he's probably not great and, or capable of greatness. And I think that he might not be great. But he won't be great if he doesn't believe he's great. You know what I mean? Like, well,
1: that is a question. Like, how like, much? Do you, how much? I mean, the world is going to crush your kid. How much do you start it? Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I'm trying to
2: say. Thank I'm you. going through that now. Like when my son's reading, I'm like, I I find myself being very excited and complimentary and proud of him, and then and then having that moment where I'm like, I don't want to set him up for being crushed when he hits something that he can't pronounce or you know when he hits a threshold that he struggles in because we're all going to struggle so you got to kind of ride the throttle and be like, okay, you know, it's not it, it's not just that you're reading well; it's that you're interested, it's that you're trying, yeah. it's that you're mm. invested, and make sure
0: they understand there's no room for failure.
2: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And if you right? want my love,
4: <laughs> right, it's
1: conditional. Right, you can't it's start that message too on early. Six
2: syllable words, not get to fucking work. Yeah.
0: Right, and constantly set new goals. Right.
2: Um,
1: And move the goal line.
2: No, but it's, I mean, it it is, it's, it's, you, you, I don't know, man. I have these moments where like you, you, uh, my kids are getting to an age now where I'm seeing them process things for the first time. Like about a year ago, uh, we were at a a holiday party and my son got kind of like pushed around by bigger kids. Like he was, I don't know, he would have been at the time four almost five and there were kids that were like seven and eight and you know they were all rough housing and then we came in the room and they were like kind of there was a little hazing it was mm-hmm. fucked up you know mm-hmm. and like i we talked about it later and i could see that like he had never experienced anybody being mean to him before mm. like there was this moment of like why were they mean to me? Right. You know what I mean? And this sort of loss of like, uh-huh. and it was heartbreaking. I yeah. mean, it really was. And and yet you got to like, you know, you got to prepare your kid for that that's, because it's there. There, the elementary school is a savage world.
0: Well, that's the other side of it. The the world is gonna beat the shit out of everybody, and you know, you, you got. As, especially as a right, father how you
1: set them up to best handle yeah them. i
0: feel like i need to make sure that he's tough and can right. handle it and you know isn't going to get defeated by things and isn't going to give up and um you know it, it's it's tough. so my to my answer to, to that,
2: that was to say you did nothing wrong you don't need to feel bad that reflects on them and not you and it's okay to feel uncomfortable with it it's okay to be sad about it it's okay you know um and you're okay to defend yourself. It's like you, you're walking that weird line of arguing both sides of the equation.
0: What do you think, Al? I have a, I, I'm curious, like how you stand on this, because um, you're like you're a very responsible guy. I feel like you have, if you had a son, for example.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: Uh, yeah, I was having like little flashbacks to when I was a kid um I think it depends I mean, my mom uh, said to me just recently, what is it that uh every kid is born with enough confidence or with enough self confidence you just have to not take any of it away oh, uh, I, as like a parent. That. I like that um and so I think, yeah, I mean open dialogue is always good like like John you're saying talking with your kid i I think of it as um, I always knew I could walk away from the situation. Like my yeah. parents always said, like, if you're not comfortable, just walk away. You don't have to hang out with kids you don't want to hang out with. If you want to come stand by your parent and and do adult things, you're welcome to to be here. So if kids were, like, making me uncomfortable or whatever, I would just walk away. Um, But I also have, like, distinct memories of watching my brother get beat up oh. uh, just because we were out at this playground and... Uh, like kind of a nasty neighborhood, and watching my brother kind of get like beat up, and and your older brother, not, yeah, yeah, not saying anything about it, and just being like, let's be cool about this, and going on. So, so kids will internalize stuff, and mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, you just yeah, uh,
0: yeah that's the other thing. Like it out. as a parent, it kind of doesn't matter what you do because the world is gonna beat them up no matter what, and they're just gonna have to learn it. <laughs> it's like you yeah, can't yeah. shelter them from. You know, now,
2: I mean, it's just this realization that they're big feelings that they're yeah. having as little people. Right. They are having the same feelings that we have mm-hmm. as an adult. They just have that much less frame of reference for how to process. It. I was listen.
0: I was just watching Elliot's going through a phase back to Allison's book of the Wonder Weeks thing, and and he's going through a phase now where he's less and less. Um, uh, Spazzy, yeah, just the the uh, unintentional, limbs the bit, unintentional yeah. like flailing of the arms. There's a word for it, um, and he's actually like you can see him like holding his hand up, and he'll like make a fist and he'll like raise it up, and it's like wobbly, and uh, he's not really, and then he'll punch himself in the head, and you know he's trying to make that like I can control these things, and mm-hmm. uh, he's not fully in control, and it's a struggle. And he'll do it for a while and then he'll, eh, and that's as big to him as anything we go through. That is a huge struggle for that little guy to learn how to control his hands.
2: What do they say you do 90% of the learning you do in your life in the first three years, right? I mean, you have to learn the idea of object permanence. Ball right. rolls under the couch. Ball still exists. You have to learn the idea of spatial Wait. relationships. <laughs> the ball still exists. <laughs> not, not for you. Um, and you know you have I'm to learn. You have to learn physical dexterity. You have to learn language. Just the concept of language. I mean, it's it's a lot of big concepts that they're going through at this okay. stage. Yeah. It's fucking it's lot of life. Pressure. It's exciting. Yeah. It's
1: exciting.
2: Nobody cares.
1: uh you know what people do care about though Mm, tell me i'm like the queen of segways i'm that's add that to my list of carbs boring stories Mm -hmm. queen of (laughs) segways um sending a great gift for an anniversary or not even just for an anniversary just to say pretty much anything that you would say by sending a beautiful set of flowers come in a set (laughs) be a bouquet. I'm talking about pro flowers, you guys. A
2: rack of flowers?
1: <laughs> the reason I hesitated when I said bouquet or set, which I don't believe is a correct floral term, arrangement? is Arrangement? Arrangement, yes. Thank you.
4: Sure.
1: Pro flowers has so many different kinds of arrangements that you can send. Have you ever forgotten your anniversary? If you're not nodding yes, you're lying. Jenna's nodding yes. I have. How'd that go?
5: I um i texted al like later in the day and was like oh it's our anniversary sorry i'm
1: so bad at dates
6: and i was like flowers on the way
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know those people that are just hard to shop for like your wife for your anniversary or your sister for her birthday it's just the worst trying to find a gift that a you know they'll like and b that won't cost an arm and a leg I'm going to make it easy for you. Pro Flowers is my go-to for flowers. They're fresh, priced right, and are perfect for literally anyone. And they get delivered straight to the recipient's door. It's just that easy. And right now, ProFlowers has a special offer just for my listeners. Get $10 off your purchase of $29 or more. This deal works on best-selling gifts like their 100 Blooms bouquet, a dozen red roses, or even their totally unique plant gifts. To snag this great deal, just go to proflowers.com and enter the code Rosen at checkout. Um, I sent flowers to Daniel's work one time. It was like a, a manly... Well,
0: it was a plant gift.
1: Yes, it was. It was a plant gift. Succulent. You referred to it as a broquet.
0: That's right. Yeah. And then I went online, oh my God, to try to see if I could snatch broquet URL and make a billion dollars, and someone already had it. <laughs> you know, when you have that five minutes yeah. where it's like, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. Some Russian <laughs> bot. Um, yeah, exactly.
1: But the thing about Pro Flowers is the website <laughs> is super easy to use and the flowers. Uh they're guaranteed fresh or well pro flowers bouquets are guaranteed fresh for seven days or your money back. I had one that lasted way longer than seven days. it did, yeah, some of the flowers lasted. I, I don't. the whole thing lasted longer than seven days and then i just took out some of the flowers that had like seen better days mm-hmm. and the bulk of the flowers lasted i don't know like four years
0: the flowers may only have <laughs> a lasted a long time may only have lasted seven years but the memory lasts forever
1: that's right they have seven step uh-huh. quality check which means the flowers are always awesome their website is super easy to use you can schedule your delivery ahead of time for any date you want and get back to your day pro flowers is a no-brainer gift for a birthday anniversary every occasion even no occasion at all anytime you want the recipient to feel special Uh, pro flowers takes care of all the details so do yourself a favor and help out our show by supporting pro flowers I know you have either a birthday or an anniversary coming up or something you feel bad about and you want to say hey (laughs) sorry (laughs) so right now get $10 off your purchase of 29 or more pro flowers but this deal definitely won't last long just go to Proflowers.com and enter the code Allison Rosen at checkout to get the special deal okay Let's do just mirror everyone. First, I want to say you guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It Doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. Thank you so much for all of your Amazon support. Also, I'm on Patreon. Patreon is sort of like Kickstarter. You can support podcast artists on an ongoing basis. Um, it's super fun. There's different reward levels. There's a level where you get bonus episodes. Jenna is the guest this month. Oh yeah. All the secrets. All my secrets, are super on that juicy. Bonus episode. It's a it's a Jenna like you've never heard before. That's Right, Jeff Fox is going to be the ep- the special guest on the episode no for April. Nice, wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. wow. I'm signing up.
2: We're unmasking Sorry. Jeff Fox. Sorry. That's
1: right, <laughs> That's <laughs> behind cool. the headphones.
3: Yeah, we're going to talk about my lack of understanding of object permanence. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go
3: somewhere, I go in the house and then I come back out and I buy a new car. Every time he gone.
1: closes his laptop,
2: yeah. he's like, "The keys are gone."
4: Yeah, where'd the go? Every goes? time
1: he closes his eyes, he's like, "When he opens them, we're still here." Yeah. Who are you guys? Where do you guys? Where do you come from? Um... There's a level where there's you get access to a live video stream. There's a level where you get merch in the mail. All sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Allison Rosen. And also, oh man, I was going to do iTunes comment of the week this week. I forgot about that. Nope. We need, we need the pan <laughs> flute. We need Al reading it. Oh, yeah,
6: that's right. Mm. Leave
1: your good iTunes comments, you guys, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen, because we're going to bring iTunes comment of the week back next week. Yeah. Mark my words. So <laughs> get it. your comments in now. So anyway, yeah, you guys, it helps out the show when you leave a nice comment. And then in a self-aggrandizing way, I like to read it on the show. <laughs> you can leave a <laughs> shitty comment, but I won't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Only nice ones get through.
2: Sometimes I like to favorite insults on my Twitter. I feed. have
1: done that
5: before, oh, but I'll then like, I retweet some if someone's mean to.
6: Yeah, I just retweet and be like, "Thanks, buddy." Yeah, I just don't, But I don't address it. I just retweet or favorite mm-hmm.
1: it. I can't even imagine anyone saying anything negative to you.
6: It's usually not. I mean, I don't really step it's on not toes. Not a lot,
5: but it's but, like every once in a while. Or if they say like you're wrong out, like if oh, he's wrong yeah, about something, like, which is you more often.
6: idiot, you didn't even know it was this. I'll be like retweet. <laughs> Yeah, because i like, I don't care.
1: Yeah, it's his version of it's walking freeing. away.
6: Allison, it's free. You just got to dive Wait, in. Wait, but
1: what have you been wrong about?
6: I'm wrong, I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> all the time. I'll say something like, I don't know, like we were talking about uh, the numbers on highways and freeways. Oh. They, they like have a purpose, like some are north and south. Yeah. And I think I got them like around. Even. He got them
1: flipped around. And then
6: like 22 people like tweeted <laughs> Wikipedia articles explaining to me like, you idiot. I would just retweet him.
1: I remember Daniel told me that he had read something that's like the way to get the most comments on your blog post or whatever is to misspell a word in the headline.
4: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
2: There's no, that's a, like a, if you accidentally, like I use Siri a lot. So if I get like, Accept and accept. That just kills me inside. It really does. It's a horrible, horrible. There should be a tag that
0: says dictated on Siri so people just know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I I give you credit, uh, Al, because I. I, like i don't think there's anything wrong with being wrong yeah. like it's i think there should be i think we need to de-stigmatize being wrong yes. everyone
6: should know i'm shooting from the hip most of the day
2: right. i mean it's, right. but but like if you're not i mean look if you if the idea is that we're trying to acquire knowledge you're gonna bump up against the yeah. limits of your knowledge yes. you're gonna learn things through being wrong and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that i got a guy that wrote me on my like said by we were having a conversation he wrote back yeah fair point i was wrong on yeah. that and i was like god damn it good for yeah. you man like I, absolutely <laughs> my hats <laughs> off to you i wish more people myself included were cool with that
0: i honestly um i'm totally fine with people who disagree with me i don't take it like i don't get oh you we have different opinions about the world oh my god except when someone is certain and i don't care if they're on my side or the other side if it's the certainty that i that mm-hmm. i can't stand because mm-hmm. i'm not certain i don't like i think i know what's going on in the world i think i know i have an opinion about what's right but i don't know
5: right you're you know? like whoever the people who think they're certain it makes it seem like are you the official authority on this subject? Well, makes you, you know everything. So yeah. What do you know. We have the same personality. I know, what know? Personality. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. And that things is what that are unknowable. Me yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Things yes. that
2: where it has to involve a leap of faith. Right. Things that have yet not been resolved or we have not seen them transpire. Yeah. You can't know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your certainty just sort of erodes your point because you can't be po- positive. You can't, you know, yeah.
1: I have an offensive thing to say. Here it goes. Excellent. I feel like in general, would you guys agree, men speak with certainty about things they might not be certain about yes. more than women do. Yes. Sure. I
4: think sure. that's true.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Get
1: mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want and if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them.
0: And I'll say that I often sound... I will use language that makes me sound like I am trying to assert a certainty when, in fact, that's not how I feel. With right. regard. It's like it's a le- – and then people will sometimes throw that back at me, and I'll be like, oh, that's not how I meant it, but – Wait, yeah, are le- those people me? Yeah, you all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, especially with, like, opinions about pop culture, th- things that are, like, completely not mm-hmm. important. You know, I'll say, like, that is good or that sucks. And it's like and, but I think and really that, it's just like am I, it's my opinion yeah, I don't know. I
1: think sometimes I might bristle at at that a little bit because I think it touches on issues I have with my dad who's very authoritarian in offering an opinion and just I think that he maybe like most people who speak that way thinks that it's like thinks of himself as less what a sort I mean Specifically with my dad, I think he kind of thinks of himself as like, I'm just a little kid offering my opinion on the world. And it's like, no, you're...
0: You don't understand the power.
1: That you have as a dad. Yeah. But you should keep that in mind. I
0: know. I'm trying to keep this stuff in mind. I'm a
1: kid. I don't
0: know.
1: (laughs) I think a lot of people feel that way inside and to to compensate for feeling that way, they begin to speak in even a more authoritarian tone. And so I always take issue with like, don't tell. Don't lay down the law or tell me how I'm supposed to feel about yeah. something. And he's like, I'm not. I'm like, but you are.
0: Yeah, and I do it, and sometimes un- unintentionally, and I always feel bad, especially if there's something you like, and then it's like we'll get out of a movie, and you and you like, it and I'm like shitting all over it, you know. Pass, and it's like, pass, pass, ruined. pass. pass. Like,
1: get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah, like that Muppet movie we saw. <laughs> That's the memory that I have of this happening. Yeah. Which one was I it? The most one. recent Muppet movie. It, it no, was it wasn't a, even the most recent.
3: No, it was the second to most recent. The Muppets Phoned It In. Was that, a, is that what it was called?
1: <laughs> the Muppets Cash Grab.
0: <laughs> but it's like we were, we were at a dinner party and there was a guy. Oh,
1: that, I was just thinking of that yeah. story earlier. So, like, earlier in the if podcast. We were sitting here talking
0: about favorite movies, you know, and I were to mention one of my favorite movies and you were like, and you said, I didn't, I didn't care for it. I don't like it. I don't get it. It would do nothing to me. I would be like, oh, okay. Fine. You know, that's it. I don't
1: know about that.
0: No, for real. Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me if I, cause I understand that it's a personal taste, but if you say that movie sucks, you know, and here, you know, and and you're in, it's shitty for these reasons.
1: Then it's going to be a long dinner party.
0: Then it, it, it's like (laughs) I get, I get mental. Like, it makes me really angry. And, um, I probably do it too, but it's, it's, if that's something that i i just realized that's a trigger it's like um i try to i try to go like if i can recognize that something's good i don't i just don't like it i try to say that and be like this is just how i feel
1: so that was very this dinner party where this happened was very early in daniel and my dating each other it was i think the first time i was meeting your friends right
0: it may may have been
1: it, we it was very very early we went to this dinner party and I was meeting the friends for the first, it was like the first time. Can I just say
0: it was a it was a party where everybody brought a bottle of wine. It was a wine party. And wrapped it in tinfoil. And so you had to rate the wine. It was like, let's learn about, so it was very, very was yuppie, annoying. Like, but it was fun, but we were a fucking hammer. Like I was, I'd had a lot of wine. Let's just, I'm just putting that out there. It's interesting that, that you're saying it was the,
1: a yuppie, annoying party because what if someone t- related to that party would hear this?
0: Um, I only mean from the outside in, it seems that way. I'm not, it was a great night.
1: Yeah, it was, it was very fun until this movie thing happened. And so I don't drink. So I was not drunk at all, but everyone else had had a a lot of wine. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like this side of Daniel that I'd never seen that freaked me out a little bit.
0: (laughs) When I told you earlier about how my stepfather likes made a a sport out of fucking with me like that makes me sad dude yeah it was (laughs) like that really like like, that
2: legitimately makes me sad it makes me sad too uh
0: but i I won't plumb the depths of that right now but i'll just say like (laughs) i'm there are certain things that when it's and it's i've been trying to get a hold of what those triggers are because if you can recognize them then you can sort of like not be Uh reactive you know but it's like That thing where you feel when I feel like someone is is fucking with me, I I Mm -hmm. get it's just like it goes deep and it's hard and like I get start to shake like I get so I get it's like the fury that started when I was six years old, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and um yeah and this dude fucking like just and it's always when I'm not expecting it so Mm -hmm. it's like I'm just sitting there we're having fun and he is like. You know, for some reason, we're talking about our favorite movies, and I'm like very sincerely, like, oh, my favorite movie. You know, one of my favorite movies is like Big Business. Yeah, yeah, great movie. It's like Working Girl. You know, no, Um, (laughs) I feel like you're wrong.
1: The Thin Red Line, right? The
0: Thin Red Line is one of my my favorite movies, and um, and I'm like, I feel I have a very, I love that fucking movie, but I also get that it's not for everybody. Like, it's a different Mm -hmm. kind of movie. A lot of people don't like it. That's fine. But this guy was like, that was a fucking stupid movie and da da and I can't even remember the bullshit he was talking about. And I wanted I wanted to fucking fight him with my fists. Like I wanted to beat the Is this like, at I that was, party at the Yeah. And yes, I it is. I was <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thinking about it makes me fucking mental. Like and, and I don't even remember what he said. And why and Wine didn't seem to help sort this out?
1: He was just kind of (laughs) very dismissive. He was very dismissive. dismissive. Like it's just it's a piece of shit. It's blah blah blah. And but I but it was interesting to watch the effect it was having on you. Because I
0: was trying to engage this is what it was. It's like when you're when I was a child and my here's here's what it is. I was a child, I didn't know someone was fucking with me. Mm -hmm. I was assuming that person was on the level. And so I'm engaging on the level and being fucked with. And when I engage with someone sincerely, but they are not reciprocating, they're just trying to get a rise. The, the, the fact of that dynamic is what makes, does that make any sense? Yes, it like, it's,
2: it's me and Ryan Fritz on Twitter <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. It's, and it's that like fucking tough. It
0: it's funny. It does tie back to that. It's like, I'm happy to engage sincerely, but if you're just messing with me, I'm out because otherwise, I I like we'll fight them I'll fight, I turn face. into a fucking monster, yeah. like and and then I lose control
2: of my rage, <laughs>
0: like I and I don't want to go there, so I just pull back.
2: But that that happens to. I mean, it's sort of just a question of what it is that takes you to that place, right? And yeah. it, for all of us, and it's, and it, it can be a man or a woman, it can be certain different, but it's usually when you're getting broadsided, right? Normally when you're not expecting it. For me, I associate it with like there have been, girlfriends that i have had in the past who just I, I won't even make generalizations the people that i have been in relationships with just argue on another level like yeah. they're just uh, it, it's like f- having a foot race against a three-year-old yeah. like they're just a and and there are ways where i'll just get into a circular conversation where i'm like so I feel like I'm defending myself and then suddenly I'm the bad guy and I'm like, what the... F- how am I the fucking bad guy here? And I just get that like, yeah. what's happening? Because mm. you just feel like you're being taunted.
0: Yeah.
1: Or or being gaslit.
0: That's what it is. It's being gaslit. This guy had- wasn't necessarily that deliberate, but it was a little bit like, we're not... Yeah. You're... We're, we're engaging on different terms. and And like, I can... I can be that way. I can react and I can give it back. It's just that when I'm when I'm in the mode where I'm sincere, when I'm not, I don't know how to fucking articulate this. Like if I don't know the if I'm playing by different rules, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, I had a um I was in a relationship where every time we had conflict, like conflict was never ever resolved. And I used to describe our arguments as, or even a lot of our conversations, like, I feel like my brain is melting and dripping out of my ear. Like, I, because we couldn't Surprise, even agree that on. that didn't go the distance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we couldn't even agree on what is, is. Right. Or what was, was. Let's make it correct tense. Yeah. Um, like, I would say, you know, when you said that thing, I felt this. And then he would be like, but how could I have even said that because of this? I'm like, what? Like we couldn't, like nothing, there could never be an action. Like it was never like, I hear you and here's what I have to say about that. It was just, I felt like trying to throw me off course. Well, isn't that the whole point that it's like when
2: you can't land a punch? Yeah. It's, it's when you can't get your point across when you, you are swinging back and you are catching air. Isn't that, you know, not to bring it back to, but that's how I feel about everything
0: right now about our president and everything. It's like, I feel like we're all being gaslit because you think you've landed like, wait, you lied. And it's like, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said this other thing. And you're like, what? wait, right. what the fuck? Like, right. you you're can't just targets. make shit up. You yeah. can't just say that something yeah. didn't happen that I saw happen. or you know. Yeah. And so we all feel like we're crazy.
2: And it's, you know, and I feel like I need to make an apology. I don't mean to, this has obviously, I could sort of see, like a, of faces as I was straying into this kind of political conversation. And it's not, it isn't, uh, I don't mean to make it sort of left versus right or right versus wrong. It's that exact kind of dynamic where you just feel like we are, uh, we're on, we're speaking different languages. So sure. well, one and person is
1: trying to communicate and the other one is not. Right. Yeah. They're trying to win
3: or just
4: yeah fuck yes. with these,
3: just to be a provocateur i mean that's mm-hmm. the yes. problem is a lot of people engage in social media and they think oh i'm having a conversation and one of the two people talking is like you're just being a provocateur
4: and you know? they right. think that's you're winning to,
2: you're yeah. taunting a dog with a fucking you know with a tennis ball like yeah. you're just you're just you know keeping it out of reach
1: are we all the dogs
2: yeah i guess in that situation <laughs> often, i was yeah
0: often i'm the t- yeah but when i realize that then i go oh wait i'm i'm engaged like you got me you know so i'm i'm good job you know you totally provoked a reaction from me and I'm out like I, I, I won't I won't keep going down that because I just it's not worth it anyway what were we talking about
4: oh, <laughs> I think that was the intro
0: to just me or everyone oh yeah that was that
4: oh yeah let's do just everyone that was the it's
0: building. not
1: just I you up, it's I, not just I, you I <laughs> that was
0: one I went to give one <laughs> no
1: <laughs> we haven't even started
0: good lord
4: sometimes I wonder <laughs> I have or done. Is just me
1: or everyone? While that song played, I checked my phone. I C- noticed. CVS has called me. Does anyone else here get their prescriptions filled at CVS? Yes. I do. Do you get all the text messages from them? I do. Yep. They are really... Thirsty, as the kids would say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They really—they're
2: not playing it cool. No, (laughs) they text you. Sometimes I text back, and I'm like, "Are you up? Yeah, you up?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) They text every single day, and then today I got a text that said, "We will. Your prescription is available for another seven days." This is uh, this is the first time I've seen that one. It's like after seven days,
0: we're taking it down.
1: And then Giving it to someone else I guess It yeah. off they the didn't, table they, yeah, yeah they didn't tell me What the consequence would be
2: CVS <laughs> is gaslighting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But now they're calling me yeah. They yeah. really want me to serious. pick up yeah. yeah
3: They're like We haven't heard from you on text Are you mad at me? <laughs>
2: dude i get a fucking phone call from some energy company some hvac or some Mm. kind of you qualify for it i don't know if it's solar panels but it is i'm on some calling list that is merciless Mm -hmm. i'm blocking numbers on a regular yeah and uh it's just uh
4: wait
1: how do you block a number on your iphone yeah i've never done it oh yeah it's you great. can do that
2: uh,
6: Give me a yes. we'll, we'll do a tutorial after this <laughs> okay it's very important yeah. i've been trying to get jenna to block numbers for years i didn't know we could block i've numbers. done it oh, yeah. once it's like right there you just go into the log and just say
2: yeah. block
1: well wait just, we should do it on air though because i'm sure some listeners are like go, no do it okay. you should go
2: to your rec- uh, received calls list or you know what i mean okay and then in the on the right there's a little i oh, with yeah. a circle tap that and scroll down and it'll say block this number
1: Block this caller. There it is. Yeah.
2: Whoa! Yeah.
1: Yeah. I never scroll down, ever.
0: So when they call Bye, you, Felicia. then it, yeah, what but, happens? Does yeah, what it happens? say you've been blocked?
6: It sends them to voicemail, and then you'll get like a separate voicemail section that says like "blocked caller voicemails." I had. Oh, a, yeah. I had. I like. I was trying to ship a car once, and I submitted my number. And it was to a service that basically put me to every car shipping company in America. Oh, okay. And it was like every hour on the hour that like a different oh, company God. would call me. So I just started blocking all of the numbers. Huh. And so I have like a separate list of voicemails from blocked callers that I just delete.
5: Where do yeah. those show up?
6: Uh, in In your voicemail section.
0: I feel like my vo- my regular voicemail is kind of like my blocked voicemail. That's
5: <laughs> how I feel. I just don't answer.
0: Do you get? Do you do that thing where <laughs> you'll see that voicemail and it's just like you're just every day you look at it you're like ah, do mm. I listen to this yeah. yes
1: all the time what is what is the reluctance to like, listen to a that voicemail fucking
0: red number
3: is just
5: like Ugh,
0: mm. and it's just
4: like your, your mom whatever. I hate it I know sorry mom not you
3: it's so much I don't know why it's so much effort to listen to a voicemail it's, it's like yeah. there's it's
1: fear involved the whole phone the person because <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna feel guilt or obligation right. yeah
5: it's, it's like it's if like, you
2: loved me you would text me the yeah.
5: original <laughs> purpose of the phone is the worst part of the phone the actual phone yes every Everything else is great, but if you call and leave a voicemail, I don't yeah. even know what to yeah. do anymore. You better
2: call if you're calling. You better have money. <laughs> you better be calling me about. Work.
1: Yeah, right. But exactly. But do you guys subscribe to this? Like, well, I didn't leave a voicemail because I knew you would see I called. Because no. my thing. No, no. Okay, good. Because my thing no, no. is, if they don't leave a voicemail, yeah. then I'm like. They don't.
3: Ooh, I'm off the hook.
0: Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Some people
3: some people do that, but the people that assume that that is standard proper course, they're nuts.
5: My favorite people though are the people that call and then text and then email you and oh, they're like, yeah. "I just called, but then I thought I'll just shoot you an email." And then I just go like, "You're great people. Oh, yeah. I can just write you back and answer this one <laughs> tiny question." This is the best thing
1: You ever. know what the worst people are? They're the ones who leave you a voicemail that's like, "Hey, it's so and so. Give me a call back." uh now no if details. it's like me i feel like yeah if it's someone that you're friends with and you see well, it wouldn't be, what about when
2: you call and ask somebody a specific fucking question and they call you back and don't give the answer and oh that you, you know what i mean because they didn't that's listen just to evil. like if yeah. you if it's your, mm. like, you like you like drop your car off to get a face call me and let me know when my car is going to be ready hey it's marie over at lexus call. give me a call back oh yeah. No, give me the answer oh, yeah, that yeah. I requested or I will stove <laughs> your head in.
5: <laughs> I will burn this
1: place to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that so much. Yeah, there's, I think I even mentioned it on the show. There's a guy I know, like very tangentially work-related. Well, no, it's a pu- I can just say it's a publicist. Who's called me, like out of the blue, left a message saying, "Give him a call sometime." Like, I will never do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Oh, that's a I tough can't. One. You need to explain why you're calling. It's yeah, I'm with you. That's a,
2: maybe but I'm I really misreading it, but that's also a weird thing to say to a married yeah. woman, right? Oh yeah, that too. You know yeah, but I, mean? I don't
1: think he's hitting on me. Well, I have a feeling if I were to call, it would just be. I have a feeling it's like to pitch something, but then if it's really to pitch something, it would just be. He would email. If it's
2: yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be, but like that's, I would never call a married woman and be like,
1: hey, give me a call
2: sometime.
5: (laughs) No, it'd have to be a specific reason. Like, hey, it's so and so. It's been a long
1: time. Uh, You, you, hey, it's so and so. I don't know if you remember me, but we worked together on the this that it has been a long time. Give me a call when you have a chance. Maybe that's what he said, as opposed to giving or a call sometime. Or just some like,
2: time. at least give it something vague. Of, yeah, give, give a me context. call and we'll catch up, or right. I'd like to talk to it, you about, you know.
0: Talking on the phone just feels like, why would you do it that? It just seems like,
2: <laughs> give me a call, because I want you more know? from you. Right,
1: right. right. Like, just send right. a email. I don't fucking have anything email. to give.
2: Just send an email. Hmm. Right.
5: Yeah, yeah. Very, Put it in The only bits. time I talk on the phone <laughs> is for, like, a job. But, I mean, Honestly? I really, I'm trying to think of, like... Do you talk to your family on the phone? Oh, that's not true. I talk to my mom all the time. But that's different. She it's doesn't different. care. Allison and I She's probably talked exactly. on the phone <laughs> less
2: than 10 times.
5: That to me is crazy. We dated long distance, so we talked yeah. on the phone all Wait, time. the time. Wait, did you
2: say night. you've spoken on the phone less than 10
5: times? I mean, we,
1: it's kind it's of rare. crazy how much we don't talk on the we phone never to each other.
2: talk on the phone.
1: Maybe about ten times.
2: Yeah. No. Do you do text? No, that's not true. Well, actually,
1: yes. I would say maybe about ten. Yeah, we text constantly. Maybe about ten. Less than ten actual calling just to catch up, hear each other's voice call- calls. Right. But there definitely have been a lot of super short, like, hey, just calling to see where you are. But,
0: yeah. Plus, when you're on the phone, you can't send a D-pic. You know what I mean? <laughs> right.
2: Well, here's a question. Do you it's guys hard, hard, anyway. ever text each other so from within the apartment? Yes.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Do you ever text each other <laughs> okay. in an argument?
4: No. no. From
2: no. within the apartment? No.
1: Like, to avoid talking?
2: Like, there are times where my wife and I have gotten heated enough that we have known not to be in the same room (laughs) for fear of escalating. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, we need to go to neutral corners until... And then you just... It's like, you want to say something, but you don't. You want to be able to communicate a point Mm -hmm. without being interrupted. or You know what I mean? Right. And there are times where we have like, you know, I just want you to know that I, you know and it's and it has facilitated like it's just a little easier Mm, what they used to do in the old
0: days is they would just use the kid as the intermediary, right (laughs) Right.
4: Right. The
0: arguing parents you know (laughs) right to like it's your job to make us like each other now right
2: go go tell your father i'm leaving him yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right did we hear the song Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Dana says, growing up my parents always referred to ground beef as hamburger meat even if it was being used for other meals. Yeah. Hamburger helper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really fair.
6: Yeah, we would say that.
1: What is hamburger helper? Is it like a spice packet pretty much it's it's like a like sauce?
2: A, yeah. They'll usually give you some noodles
1: S- and Pasta. Well, oh, so. really? And then you Not put a, you a, fan. Add the meat.
5: a
2: dried onion yeah. in there that's,
5: maybe. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I always wanted it, but my mom would never. She was like, absolutely not.
5: The commercials did make it seem appetizing, but I yeah. had it once. It was, it was just the I anthropomorphic
2: wanted. hand. Yeah. That's yes, all it was. it
1: was. Oh, I remember that hand. Yeah. Now, what's the difference between Hamburger Helper and Sloppy Joe's? Sloppy oh, Joe is like
2: a, yeah, Sloppy Joe is sort of like a barbecuey sauce. uh barbecue sauce, sandwich. ground beef. It's a manwich. Yeah,
1: yeah, that you
6: put into a sandwich. It's delicious.
2: On a burger yeah. bun.
6: Hamburger Helper had like various flavors. It was more like a brand.
5: It was yeah, more casserole. Yeah, like. more yeah. Yeah. casserole. Yeah. yeah, casserole. Casserole. <laughs> Glad we all
1: jumped on board on that. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I'm at peace with that.
1: <laughs> James Leroy Wilson says, "As to the birds and the bees, I actually have no idea how they do it. It's interesting that it's referred to as the birds and the bees."
2: I just like the fact that he has three names like an assassin. James Leroy Wilson (laughs) in a bell tower somewhere
4: right now.
0: Um, Yeah, Why do they say birds and bees? Because it's a very non-sexual
1: way to discuss reproduction.
0: No, but I mean, birds don't fuck bees. (laughs) Do they?
1: Oh, birds. I was thinking, uh, this is crazy. Every time Um, people say birds and the bees, my brain thinks bees and flowers.
0: Well, yeah, that makes sense. I, I get that. Yeah, what what do birds birds have to do with it? Birds Birds do it, it,
2: bees do it. It's a song.
1: Even frozen peas do it. What goes next? Birds do it, bees do it.
2: You're back to the foodstuffs. (laughs)
1: That's where I go. (laughs) Even something, something, something do it.
2: I
0: don't know. Okay. Jeff Fox. That's right. Birds do it, bees do it. Even do it, bees do it. Even uh, your nephew
2: and niece do it. (laughs) No.
1: I want those to be the lyrics. <laughs> even your nephew and niece do Something it. Something wrong with It's not it. illegal anymore. Uh, Jason Dix says, when someone describes length in units of football fields, I think they mean the size of the entire stadium. They don't. Of this is news it's to me. No. No. Oh, it's yeah, a, no.
4: yeah 100, 100 yards. You know
1: what
0: I'm really bad or at? Or is it end zone to end zone? It's <laughs> even longer. I don't know. You know? I
1: don't know. You know what I'm really bad at hmm. is knowing square footage. Oh yeah. For example, we've been we're oh, sort of yeah. house searching, which mostly means looking at stuff online, and it'll say the square footage, and I don't know if that's big or small.
2: Oh, think of it this way: oh. a two-car garage is about 500 square feet. That's the way that, oh my God. that is like All the of unit of measurement. That's how I am. Um, yes. Yeah, that's how I sort of gauge. But like I, I, I like I have an office, and uh, it's not a big office, but I, I, I mean. It could be a hundred and fifty square feet. It could be, you know, yeah. Eight, like I got nothing. Right, I got no. Yeah,
6: minus from hotel rooms because on hotels when you book a room they'll right. tell you the square footage of the yeah. room. Yeah, like so I have seventy five. Like, yeah, they'll say like, yeah, this is a three hundred and seventy five square foot room. That's a go, oh, big that's, ass hotel that's pretty room. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I used to have status, so they give me like the nice rooms. Right. Um, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm I do there. have a right. sense
1: of it with hotel rooms. Yeah. There yeah. you go.
6: So if you look in like the standard room, non executive suites, they'll tell you it and you can say, like, oh, okay, I get that. That's 250 square feet or mm-hmm. 175. Or right. Else. Right. Or New if you're
2: at the Paramount part. in New yeah. York City, it's about 45 feet. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. You get, yes. yes. You get an alleyway around the bed and that's <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> the twin bed. The yeah. door
2: opens a crack <laughs> for you to slide mm-hmm. in. <laughs>
1: right. Um. Okay. Veronica says. Brush teeth, spit in sink, rinse mouth, rinse toothpaste residue off sink, done. Boyfriend just brushes and spit. No rinse. Who's right?
6: Gotta
5: rinse. You gotta, you rinse. gotta yeah. rinse. I can't imagine. Seeing rinse. people
1: not rinse freaks gotta me gotta out. Rinse. Especially in movies,
5: you never see rinsing. In movies, they use like no toothpaste and brush for like two seconds and mm-hmm. then spit one time. Right. Who love, spits just one time?
0: I love it in movies. There's to
1: be a lot of rinsing, a lot of spitting. Yeah.
0: When you'll see some tough guy brushing their teeth and then they'll like spit into the sink but they don't even like bend over They're, like far from the and it just right like, arcs lumberjacks <laughs> into, the, yes. into the
2: sink yeah I'm yes. like,
1: fuck i wish i could spit like that so but, your boyfriend's wrong practice it,
0: it yeah. now here's a just me everyone for boys like does every boy look up to or admire the other boys who can spit really well
2: that is there's some cachet to that if as you can spit well
0: yeah. that's like you're kind of that's
2: shape. a marketable yeah. skill that goes on your resume as a yeah. child yeah. yeah i never could really do well
1: i always admire and whistling
2: peop- if you can do the like a, a oh whistle. Yeah. A, yeah if you can spit and do a wolf whistle you're getting later like
1: what about if you could make yourself burp? That was always a trick I like that it. I wanted.
2: Or you could you could like
0: blow a booger out your nose, like, <laughs> and just shoot it out. That
1: I've
0: I don't never know if it <laughs> carried the <laughs> same cachet. Not quite the same. That yeah, that's like a gym teacher thing. <laughs> yeah, or like, I think wait, like, gym a, teachers do a that? A cowboy or farmer? Yeah,
2: thing. that's always weirds me out. Like if you're ever in the gym and just see a dude like lumberjack in the shower, and I'm like, ah, oh. like. Lumberjack. Like, there are dudes mean? who are just like. Oh, not oh, rocket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. just oh, close yeah. one nostril like and just pff. hammer. And I'm the like, wait, first of all, where is it going? And second of all, are you wiping your nose? Because there's no way there's no blowback on that.
4: Yeah.
0: Just have the control of your boogers that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because I feel like if I tried to do it, like, a, it would just be just sloppy. No, <laughs> it's like a just burial shitty. at sea. Like, they're yeah. just, ca- you know. Oh. Yeah, but the guy that's like, and yeah. it's, just like a, yeah. it's just like a bullet, like a little yeah. BB.
2: Like, a, the booger version of a spittoon. Wait, <laughs> yeah. <that> would...
1: <laughs> yeah. you know, like the force, like the ping. <laughs> and you know, you are you watching it or are you hearing it?
0: Yeah, I just feel like it always makes that sound regardless. <laughs> like if it, yeah. even if it hits the dirt. <laughs> sure.
2: And then he has to duck because of the ricochet. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of my least favorite things in the whole world is seeing loogies
4: and mm-hmm. you and well, like, loogie's are gross yeah.
1: yeah but that's what we're talking about guys who spit well
4: mm, or no is that different yeah, than a loogie are we just yeah, talking well, about saliva I feel like
2: loogie constitutes a color that is that, <laughs> and know? a consistency
4: I'm yeah. not talking
0: about loogie's like I think there are guys that can just they just spit you know and it's yeah. like a little perfect like so like saliva. the Bellagio fountain of sure. spit you know just right.
3: like, it's saliva versus mucus there
0: you yeah.
1: go Ew. I'm gonna barf yeah it's funny. I can really talk all day about farts and poop. Same, I'm but with you. When it comes to mucus, that's where I draw the line. Same. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what
5: that's all about. Maybe it's because we deal. I don't know. We. I don't ever spit. I don't Yet think I, I ever like. I've never. <laughs> is that the sound? I feel yeah. Like I've never hawked up a loogie. Yeah. like in my life. Me neither.
2: So, it's a cultural thing in Asia.
5: That is true. They're into it. I it's really
1: flummy, even just. It's weird. About you it. go
2: to Thailand, it's like, don't point the soles of your feet at me.
1: Oh, but, I know. Uh, it's
2: totally cool for me it? to hawk a loogie it or is... burp out, really? out loud. At oh, dinner. yeah. And, at, yeah, it's oh, disgusting. Korean,
5: like it's very, it's actually polite to be noisy when you're eating because that means you like the food. Oh. So people.
2: Well, I know that, but like spitting. That yeah. is, by the way, hearing somebody chew is the most so unnerving gross. thing yeah. on earth for me. I cannot fucking handle like, it.
1: Like what if we were sitting here eating pretzels?
2: It's that doesn't it's it's the it's it's when somebody's sort of smacking or chewing with their mouth open. When yeah. I when it sounds like you're jerking off, you need to close <laughs> your mouth. You know what I mean? I'm not it's talking so, about you're crunching right. and there's something, you know, like you're eating chips or something. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that like there's a, a wetness, wetness to yeah. it. It factor of
5: chewing. yeah. And it's,
2: I mean, like, I will, I, I'll, I'll hurt your feelings. I'll, I'll either <laughs> leave the room or I'm going to, you know, I can't handle it. Some people are loud chewers. Yeah. But it's, there's a guy that I know specifically who's really great at handling that in, in any situation where he would just, be able to do it in a way that is so unof- inoffensive, inoffensive, I guess. Mm-hmm. He would just be like, uh like in a situation that he would, he would just like smile and go, oh my God, you can't possibly be chewing that way, can you? <laughs> like in a, And he says it in a way that is so disarming.
1: It's funny. Yeah. That didn't, that didn't. Even vicariously hurt my feelings. Right,
2: like, oh come on, you're not gonna (laughs) chew like that in a room with really? Come (laughs) on, you can't do that. And it's just so he's so amused by it. Yeah, but of course, mine is tinged with the white hot hatred of a (laughs) thousand sons.
0: (laughs) It's like he's approaching you like he likes
2: you. Yeah. Whereas we're all the same team. I want. Mine mm, is laced with from the judgment, earth. <laughs> yeah. moral superiority. Right. You're a terrible person. Yeah.
1: So, what would you say?
2: I, I know. I, I say I'd hurt your feelings. The truth is, I'm far too fucking. You know, I, I'm. I i can I'm not free with hurting people's feelings. So, I would probably just silently die inside <laughs> and maybe get up and leave the room. Like, yeah. but talk if about
5: I it like, later. Like a
2: cab driver that's like constantly uh, yeah. sucking his teeth yeah. or something. Uh, like, like doing that. It's like a, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, I can pull over. I can't deal with it. Yeah,
1: I'm kind of the when when something begins to irritate me, and th- it goes from like I'm a little bit irritated by that noise to like, oh my god, it's so loud, I can't stand it. Very fast.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone in my house snores, but since the baby, it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> I think because I'm so tired. That's what it is. You're <laughs> so, so tired. Yes. Yeah,
0: I'm sleeping. I hard. always actually, you're a very light sleeper. I am, and. Yes, I snore, but part but of the problem Wendy is Also Wendy and
1: also uh, Elliot.
0: Part of the problem has always been you're j- you're also a light sleeper cuz you could snore. Wendy literally snores in my ear all night. Like her nose <laughs> That's is That's your white noise machine. Right, yeah, and it doesn't I sleep cuz I'm a de- I sleep really well. So
1: Remember when I woke you up and asked you to turn over and it was Wendy? <laughs> yeah.
4: Yes. I do remember. <laughs> She's okay. my snuggleberries.
1: <laughs> did I already say this on the podcast that Daniel referred to Elliot as his fussleberries? Yeah, yes. Yes. I did. Okay. We covered that. I'm awesome. that repeating myself. Jennifer Tokaji says When I was a kid, I thought I could float if I held enough helium filled balloons. Many failed attempts. I think you can. You can.
2: Yeah. That's a fact. People have done that. There's video of people doing that, tying a bunch to a garden chair. Yep. There's a
5: documentary called Up abound yeah, that's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: My wife cried so hard in that movie. It was like a. It was before we got married, and my wife cried so hard she had to get up and leave the theater. What? And literally, like, come back. And I mean, after the movie, I was like, "Are you okay?" And this is a response I'll never forget. It. We're standing on. It was like right outside of El Capitan Theater, and she goes, "Well, they had all my favorite things. I mean, you know, I love kids." And dogs and old people.
1: <laughs> and I was like, that's... Like, I'm going to marry that woman. Her yeah.
2: favorite things.
4: Aww.
1: Just And this is the last one. Justin Johnson says, I giggle like a goofy kid when I hear the word butthole, especially when I hear it on the podcast. Butthole's a funny word. I use
2: it a lot yeah. in my act. I'm not going to lie. I it's do. funny. Yeah. I have some, some butthole-featured... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I have, there's some. I, my, yeah, I feature the word.
4: Do you, do
1: you have a lot of the word, or like a lot of butthole content?
2: There's just a portion of my act where it's used a handful of times. It's featured, and it's and it's effective. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's a silly
0: word. Butthole is something you'd say as a kid. I think you know.
1: I wasn't scratching yeah. my butthole because
0: butthole isn't like. <laughs> 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 butthole isn't like a sexy term you know? that's <laughs> exactly right right well so, and it,
1: right, like, oh.
6: it just walks it back because we're we're so like offensive in a lot in a lot of our language <laughs> right. that you if when you say butthead it's funnier because it's like just right. not as like sharp as some of the other words yeah, so but, butthole is that way
0: but yeah. but is much better
2: than ass yeah, you know, it's just it's funnier. My wife has like geared my, you know, because kids go through that where they want to talk about poo all the mm-hmm. time and stuff, and um, <laughs> and still in that phase? I mean, it was like it's just their it's <laughs> yeah. the, what do you the phase lasts for sixty five years. <laughs> it's, so my wife will like get them to. I think the word that she's always trying to get, like as a reference, she's always uh uh trying to get them to use something silly like eyeball, which. For like a three or a four year old, sure. sort of sounds naughty, like because it has ball in it. Oh, I don't yeah, no, but like it's it's so clearly a bait and switch. Like the kid's like, all right, but I feel like I'm getting robbed.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> feel Wait, like I'm have-
2: better off with butthole. Yeah. You're trading me all my chocolate for this carob. Mm, yeah, they're right, just the same, exactly. right? <laughs> Oh, sure, here you can have all of mine.
1: Wait, like she'll want she'll try to suggest, like, you know, use the like, word eyeball as a substitute
2: yeah like you know instead of like just because you're trying to teach the kid to not s- use like language like that in mm-hmm. school so right. instead of you know hole, what I mean it'll be like eyeball or like uh, you you know you're yeah, uh, like so whatever so you it fart
6: is. you say fluff or
2: something like yeah, that. It's by the way, just,
6: it's, we call them
0: flux. this kid's going to yeah. have a very awkward encounter it, at the optometrist. It's <laughs> yeah.
2: the diet cola of, yes. you know, mm-hmm. naughty words when you're three or four. She's just trying to come up with some, th- some other body part that sounds silly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Sure. They are, by the way, as poorly satisfied with it as you people.
1: <laughs> but eyeball is fun to say. I get that. Mm hmm. But
2: uh, mm, eyeball, yeah.
4: sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've never enjoyed it till right now. I mean, not as much. You guys, I have a dog to tell you about.
4: You are a dog. Coop on your bed. You are a dog. Coop on your bed. A doggy dog. Coop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Coop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Coop on your
1: bed. That's what you are. Coop on your bed. You are a pooch, mm-hmm. an ugly dog. Come inside, come
4: inside. With poop on your butt, with poop on your butt. dog, 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 dog,
2: dog. That's what you are,
4: that's what you
2: are. Dog.
1: Cookie comes to us through Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Cookie is a black and tan two-year-old shepherd-hound mix who loves to give kisses. Sadly, Cookie was rescued out of an animal neglect court case, but happily has totally transformed with the care of her foster. Cookie has a glossy coat, is full of fun energy, loves to be outside and play, and gets along with other dogs. She adores being close with people. Cookie would be the perfect dog to take on a long walk and then curl up and hang out on the couch. At 32 pounds, Cookie is healthy, happy, and ready to be adopted. Hashtag Allison people. I guess that's what they gave themselves this name, and I'm into it. Um, Allison people can learn, and non Allison people who just happen to be listening, who want to adopt a dog, can learn more about Cookie using this link tinyurl.com slash cookie BFF. Tinyurl.com slash cookie BFF. Um, and also, I will put this link in the episode summary on my website. Thank you so much for being on the show. Jeff, where can we go to find you?
3: You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox.
1: Daniel?
0: Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. I fouled
6: it. Alan? (laughs) At the hashtag Al on Twitter and Instagram. I'll retweet you. Buy your own scones. (laughs) Leave me alone.
1: (laughs) Jenna?
5: You can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones, featuring myself and... The hashtag Al. He can just drop a whole bunch of knowledge on you. That's wherever podcasts are found. John?
2: John underscore handsome, but nobody cares.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow shows, Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, and uh, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Thanks for listening, you guys. I love you. Goodbye.
4: Hey, do you know
0: about the Allison Rosen Show?
3: Good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison, Rosen,
4: is your new band.